To the Why So Serious podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and Rashadi's with us. And of course, we're back for another movie review. And tonight we're reviewing uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Columbus, Tallahassee, Wichita, and Little Rock move to America's heartland, to the America heartland, as they face off against evolved zombies, fellow survivors, and the growing pains of the snarky makeshift family. This is directed by Ruben Fleischer. Uh, starring Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, Abigail Breslin, uh, Rosario Darson, Luke Wilson. A lot of people in this film. Um, Rashani, what do you think about this? Zombieland 1 came out... 2009. 10 years ago. 2009. Other things that came out in 2009. Hold on. <clears throat> Things that came out in 2009. I just, you know. Things that came out in 2009. Uh, Justin Bieber did not. Digital cameras. This is one of those things you did in 2009 things. No, I want to really know what music came out in 2009. Because in 2009, I was much worse than I am now. I was 29 years old. I was still calling women bitches because it was in rap music. I was still uh, calling people homophobic slurs and stuff like that. I was doing a lot of bad shit, and there was a lot of misogyny going on. A whole lot of misogyny. A whole lot. And fat phobia and all that kind of stuff, and transphobia, and it was all out there. It was like the Wild West because nobody really wanted to admit that there was a such thing as being a good person. All of that stuff translated over to Zombieland Part 1, but it was still freaking funny because it was 2009, and so I laughed, and I really didn't enjoy it, and I enjoyed the rules and all that good stuff. And Emma Stone and Woody Harrelson are always great, and they had a great chemistry, and um, whatever, Jesse Eisenberg, whatever his name is, uh, he was really good. He had just done the Facebook movie. So, you know, um, he played the same character in every movie. He played the same person when he was playing Lex Luthor. Seriously, check it out. Um, and I walked out of the movie theater like, yo, that was cool. It ain't cool in 2019. It ain't cool. Like, they have six characters, six main characters, seven main characters in this movie. Four of them are women. All four of them get treated like shit. Like possessions. Um, there's a scene in this movie where two guys are fighting over who gets to have sex with the woman while the woman is standing there watching. And the only thing she says back is, if y'all keep it up, neither one of y'all going to have sex with me. There's a character in this movie that is so vapid throughout the entire movie that she's just a running joke throughout the movie, and she's one of the late one of the main characters in the movie. One character is emotionally distant, 
comes back, finds out her boyfriend cheated on her, and at the end of the movie, uh, still texting I don't know back. if that's what happened. I would disagree with that part. What? Her boyfriend cheated on her? Well, they broke up. I feel like <laughs> I feel like she left him, and then he moved on. Yeah, he did. And I'm going to say, in all fairness, in his perspective, that's exactly what happened. But to her, she's like, you did this because the girl walks down the oh, stairs. Oh, how they portrayed it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. And they portrayed it in a way that's supposed to cause all yeah, this I got you. animosity. The other one who was like a nine-year-old or, or, or eight-year-old in the first movie is like 18 or 19 in the new movie. And so she goes off on her own and immediately falls in love with the poser guy and runs off. Like, none of them can stand on their own, it seems, even though they can. In the first movie, it literally showed these two ladies on their own, a little girl and, like, a teenager on their own. And then they link up with these two dudes, and they just lose all sense of themselves. So they literally left in this movie because they lost all sense of themselves. That's one of the themes in the movie because even Woody Harrelson is talking about wanting to do the Buffalo route because, spoiler alert, oh, my God, he literally said, I have Indian in me. This white guy, I have Indian in me. And I'm going to do the run of the buffalo and jump off a cliff and go on my own way. Yeah, see, I saw this a little different than you. <laughs> Although I agree with everything that you said, I took it as it was all done on purpose. I thought this film was a satire on zombie films and how and zombie TV shows and how the zombie TV shows are all about these different characters and coming together and that they just created every character as a stereotype because the dudes were also stereotypes, hyper-masculine. One dude is, I got to do everything on my own. The other dude is like super nerdy, rule, nerd dude. And then the two hyper-masculine dudes come together and then they fight over the woman and then the woman is like, fuck you dudes, I'm doing I do this because I want to, but I'm gonna enjoy you two fighting over me. Like every every character, and then the the other dude was uh hippie, not a passive guy who just smokes weed and <laughs> plays songs like he's a real musician. Like every every character on here to me was a stereotype and over the top. And I thought they were making fun of these of stereotyping people is how I looked at it. So like and then so like Wichita was the over was the hard ass woman who didn't realize that it's okay to be soft sometimes and it's okay to let up sometimes. Um Tallahassee what well, I mean not Tallahassee. Yeah Tallahassee was the dude that's super stringent on rules and overbearing and like just a nerd who's always like trying to please you and do this and do that and do this and do that. And he needs to learn how to fall back sometimes and relax and chill. Columbus is the dude that's always like, I mean, that's Columbus, my fault. Tallahassee, Woody Harrelson's character is the hyper-masculine fucking uh, baby boomer who loves fucking everything in the 60s and 70s and big guns and big cars 
and doesn't and thinks he can do everything on his own, doesn't realize that like it's okay to have a family, it's okay to care about other people, it's okay to let people in to your space. Little Rock is the girl who's old, growing up, who gets grows up too fast and thinks she knows everything, and she thinks she can go and be on her own, but doesn't realize that like there's people who care about her and it's okay to slow down. Like I thought everybody was a stereotype on this film. And I didn't mean a stereotype like they were stereotypes in a bad way. I thought everybody was a stereotype on purpose. Like the directors and the writers were writing it as such. So you can be like, these are stereotypical characters. Because every time, to me, every time a character did something over the top stereotypical, the other characters treated them like it was fucked up or stupid. They didn't treat it as if this was good. So, like, when Woody Harrelson's character was being all... When he was talking about, I got Indian in my blood, everybody else was looking at him like, you are a white dude. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, they were looking at him like that. Not They weren't looking at him like, oh, he's really got in, he's really got Native American blood. He's really part Native American, so this is just who he is. They were looking at him like, you are an idiot. What are you talking about? When Jesse Eisenberg would go on these rules and be overbearing, the other people would be like... Oh, yeah, I'm sure you have a rule for that. Jesus. And then, like, everyone, when somebody else did something over the top, they all would look at him. And then they had uh, Madison's character, who's supposed to be the dumb blonde, and she would have, quote-unquote, dumb blonde moments. But she would also say a bunch of smart shit, and everybody else would react stupidly to her when she's doing or saying the smart things, which is basically to say that, like, just because people don't act the way that you act doesn't mean they're not smart, don't have a brain, don't have a purpose. And she clearly had a purpose in this film. So I don't know. I, that's just how I saw it. But I, I definitely agree with everything that you pointed out. I just thought it was done on purpose. It could be. It was If, if it was done on purpose, it was done perfectly because it pissed me the fuck off. Um, <laughs> but no, everything you said is 100% correct. I just... And I may be wrong too. That's just how I took it. Because watching yeah, the film, I, I, you know, I hope you did. I hope it was that way. Let's just put it like that. And I am biased because I really like, I really like Emma Stone, Jesse Eisenberg, and Woody Harrelson. I do like, I do like Emma, and, and I, I really like, like Emma. Yes, yeah, she's really. I good. like. They had great chemistry together. Like all three of them were excellent together, and the movie had moments. Um, I just. I kept seeing it, and and now that I've said it, I can I can walk past it. I'm just letting people know yeah, no, no, that if you see it, you might see it, and then once you see it, it's like, oh, I see it. Mm-hmm. So, just a warning: the movie is enjoyable. Absolutely, um, they have a lot of fun, and you could tell they have a lot of fun doing a movie that they didn't expect to have a sequel. Like Jesse literally said at the beginning of the movie, we didn't think why, like he literally broke the fourth wall multiple times because <laughs> this is made by the folks who made Deadpool. Mm-hmm. He broke the fourth wall and was like, we didn't think that was going to be a sequel. What the fuck are you doing here? And so, you know, you're in a cinematic world, you know, you're in a movie. Um, the synopsis of the movie is they realize that, uh, They've been around to each other for too long, and Jesse proposed to Emma, or Columbus proposed to Wichita, who freaks out and dips for like a month with her sister, Little Rock, and uh, then just pops back up out of nowhere. Meanwhile, Jesse 
and are sorry, Columbus and Tallahassee go to the mall. And while they're at the mall doing something, I don't remember why they went to the mall. I think they just went to the mall because Columbus was bummed out about Wichita leaving. They find a white girl in pink in a pink outfit. um, Pink velour sweatsuit. Pink velour sweatsuit Madison. that is in no way dirty, but she's been living in the mall, so I guess. Um, yeah, I can see that. So she um, has been living in a pink berry freezer and literally forgot to turn the freezer off. But no, 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 no. It was the opposite. They were making her seem to be dumb, but everything that she was doing was smart. She said... I went in the freezer and she had this big, she she had this big ass winter coat on and stuff. And Mm -hmm. she said, I will be in the freezer because it's too cold for the zombies to go in there. So they don't fuck with that. So whenever she's in the freezer, she's safe because zombies don't fuck with that, that cold of weather. And so she was all bundled up in her big ass down jacket and hat and warm socks and boots and everything. And then she would come out and go eat and pick shit up and then go back in the freezer when shit would go down. Mm-hmm. And but they laughed at her like you're dumbass in the freezer. But I'm watching it as the you. I I thought they were basically saying to be like you as the viewer are supposed to realize that she may not be quote unquote book smart, but she's not an idiot. Because then at one point in, in the movie, she's driving there in the car and she starts talking about Uber, and she's just like, yeah, you could do that. But the way she's describing it. The people are like, you idiot! Why would I get in the car with strangers with candy? But she's but she's basically describing Uber. And yes, so it it's like she is smart on accident. She's accidentally smart uh, in a way that it's supposed to be that they thought that she was useless. But then, like, in the fight, remember, at one point she says, I, I don't have guns, but I carry mace. And they're like, you fucking idiot. It's a zombie apocalypse. What the fuck are you going to do with mace? And then they and get she attacked. she sprayed that motherfucker in the face with mace. Yeah, then they get attacked by zombies, and she saved fucking Wichita. By spraying her in the face with me. So, like, the whole time with her was basically showing that you're judging this book by her cover, but she's every person has use on this planet. And every person has something that they're good at or something that they bring to the table. And sometimes you have to go below the surface to find it. That's what I thought. Except for the pacifists. Except for, well, even the, no, even the pacifists. Nope. Tell me something good that they did. One dude kept going around and saying, no group sex. Okay, well, I have a group sex. <laughs> well, him, yeah. I think he was just played as a joke. But I think the pacifist point was there. I think the whole point of them was their whole entire colony was that you can build a family on things other than violence. So violence isn't all. I think they were trying to show that you need a balance, that violence isn't always the answer, which Tallahassee's character was just all about big-ass guns and shooting people up. And then the pacifists were showing that you don't need that, but you also need to fight sometimes when it's time to fight. And so you had to bring those two divergent viewpoints to find the middle. And then when it all came down to it, Little Rock pulled a gun out of this passive in this pacifist area because she had gotten a gun previously in the movie and killed the last zombie. Also, zombies mutate. <laughs> now that is interesting. Right? Zombies mutate. And so. I guess they're trying to say that. I think they were making fun of, if we're going on that route, then they must have been making fun of like Left 4 Dead and and, uh, Mm -hmm. 100 Days. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, zombies mutate. So a zombie mutated into a super zombie. Uh, there's zombie also was dodging bullets. <laughs> yeah, there's also smart zombies who could dodge bullets and climb ladders and shit. And then there's zombies who just take a ton of damage, like the T eight hundred. And then the homers. And then the homers who were just like walk off a cliff, stupid. <laughs> And they literally wouldn't even kill the homers, so the homers were just sitting there looking at like butterflies. <laughs> oh, look at the homer! <laughs> that that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I also thought the cast. Uh, well, one thing I will say is this film had half the budget of Gemini Man, and the zombies looked very good. Mm-hmm. It looked very good, and I thought I didn't think anybody. In the, but first of all, Woody Harrelson and Emma Stone specifically are a list actors they did not phone it in on this comedy fucking parody film like they were giving a performance uh jesse eisenberg i love him so i'm biased towards him but i love him so he gave a performance rosario dawson she did what rosario dawson does luke luke wilson was funny as hell in this film i couldn't believe that was him playing that character albuquerque i could but they, no, none of the actors phoned in in this film. They all gave in af- effort um, for this film. It was shot very well. I love the graphics that they put up. It felt very much like a Deadpool type film. Um, it was funny, um, even the and if you if you felt the way Rashani felt in the beginning, I can see that too. But if you looked at it from my perspective, I just thought it was funny um, from that. Uh, those things. Well, what I didn't like was it moved really fast. Um, but I liked, and well, I liked and didn't like that. I liked that the film went quick. It was 90 minutes in and out. You didn't feel like you were there for a long time. But because it was 90 minutes, they went from place to place and from situation to situ- situation like that. Just like, just like that. Like, they're in this big-ass fight and it's like, all right, we're getting in the, we're getting in the Winnebago and we're moving out. And then when the bagel runs over something, the tires go out, and it's just like, all right, we're back in the van, and we're out. And they just, and basically, I, they didn't explain certain things. And with a film like this, I'm okay with that. But I'm just like, okay, is gas a scarcity product? Because you drove from Washington, D.C. to Memphis, Tennessee. Where were you getting gas from? Like, <laughs> and I watched Walking Dead. Getting gas is a thing. They had to fucking go drain gas from gas stations, and it was a whole thing so you could have gas for cars. They were just like, <laughs> the, the pacifist dude was just like, let's just go to Graceland for fun <laughs> in your fucking car. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there was that. Um, what did you think about um, the action scenes in this film? <laughs> If you've seen The Walking Dead, then you've seen these action scenes. It wasn't really the action scenes that did anything for me. It was more just them with the rules and the conversation. The the scene with um, Luke Wilson. (laughs) That was great. Oh, when um, Flagstaff and Albuquerque showed up? Yeah. And they were like mirrors of Tallahassee and Columbus? That was great. And and I take that back. The scene with the biofuel, the biodiesel fuel, which is really just poop and piss, that was dope, too. That was dope. They were better done than Gemini, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Wow. 
I said that to be mean at first, but God, they were. The it was just like watching them was like watching Left for Dead live or watching, you know, a movie of The Walking Dead. And it was just wonderful. Um wasn't anything that was over the top, wasn't anything that was like, holy hell. It was just like, okay. You know, make do with what you got. Okay, that was dope. The uh, scene where Rosario Dawson pulled up in the in the big wheel in the monster truck and started gassing on um, gassing on zombies, running them over. That was incredible. It, it was just really well done all the way across. I still can't believe she's dating Cory Booker. Can't I cannot believe it. <laughs> so each their own. My wife married me. <laughs> <laughs> she's so great though I love Rosario Dawson and even though they had the scene that Rashani was talking about where it was like two dudes fighting over her they never took away her agency in the film she was basically like uh, I fuck both of y'all because I want to and I'm gonna chill on my own I'm not gonna go beg to be with y'all and then when she came to save them she came and saved them and she was fucking them up it wasn't she was never the Come save me! I need I need this man to come save me. No, she mm-hmm. was she was badass in this film. So was and then so was Emma Stone, Wichita, and Little Rock, Loki. They were all prepared and badass people. And like I like the scene where they went to get the winter bagel and they put Columbus on top. And he's like, "All right, they're on two o'clock. They're on your three o'clock." And it was just like this coordinated attack, like something out of a video game. Like that felt like I was a zombie video game playing with my friends. Mm-hmm. And we were talking to each other, like, all right, one's coming here, one's coming here, get here, get here. Like, it was really, I thought it was shot very, very well in that sense. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought, to me, the best part about this film was that everybody had chemistry. Woody Harrelson and Columbus, I mean, Woody Harrelson and Eisenberg had chemistry. Eisenberg and Emma Stone had chemistry. Woody Harrelson and Abigail Breslin had chemistry. Rosario and Woody Harrelson had chemistry. Luke Wilson and Thomas Middletich and Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson, when they were basically mirroring each other, had chemistry. And their looks on Emma Stone and Rosario Dawson's face watching that shit was priceless. They were just, it was just so good. And Emma Stone plays smart-ass, like, like, sarcastic person so good. She was like that in Superbad. She was kind of like that as Gwen Stacy. Like, she plays that character really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really love Emma Stone a lot. Like, she's one of my favorite. I just think she's great. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this movie. It's a bunch of, you know, it's a zombie film. A bunch of people killing zombies, made a bunch of jokes. It's not a whole lot to for me to dive deep into this film. Um, do you have anything else before we grade it? Um. If you want to see a, you know, a good zombie film, go see this. If you want to see a great zombie film, though, The Train to Busan is available on Netflix right now, and it's fucking incredible. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> now, I know. Rashani texted me that told me I need to go see it. I will go see. I will watch that on Netflix this week because uh, it did look good. <laughs> it looked good. Um, but, yeah, so um, we'll go ahead and grade this film. I honestly will give it a six. It yeah. was the the first film was good. Second film was good. Um, they didn't try and do more than they had to. They didn't try and bring anything really new to the table. And the more I think about it, maybe the massaging and everything 
was written in there as this is a continuation of the, of the same characters. fucking assholes mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Like I don't, ex- I didn't expect to watch um, any other sequels and be like, man, they changed a whole lot. So you know, <laughs> yeah, it was what it was. It was a good movie. Um, I left this movie and went to see Maleficent, and I can tell you things that happened in this movie. But like I said, I'm not clamoring to buy it. It was a good movie. It was a good popcorn movie. As long as the popcorn was there, I was there. Yeah, I enjoyed this movie. It was a seven for me. Um, I thought it was funny. I saw a 10 o'clock showing, and no one was really sleeping in my audience. So that tells you that it was entertaining. It kept The pace was problematic at times as far as storytelling, but as far as keeping your audience interested in the film, the pace was done very well to keep you wanting to see what's going to happen next. You kind of knew what was going to happen, but um, you wanted to see how they got there. And at the end of the film, they really set it up for that. If they wanted to do a, a trilogy, they could. They could continue in this world and tell a different story uh, if they wanted to sometime down the road. And I am a huge Emma Stone fan, and I can't wait to see her play Cruella DeVille. I'm in on that now. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in on that at first. I'm in on that now. Um, so, yeah, I give this a seven. Um, but Rashani, thank you again for another great movie review. Uh, I have to go see Maleficent and the zombie film on Netflix so that we can review those. I think Terminator comes out come time soon, upcoming, I think. Um, so yeah, we got some films. I just got approved for press for the Lone Star Film Festival, which is in November. Awesome. Uh, so I'll be covering that film festival and there's a few good movies that I've seen on the list that they sent me that I'm going to check out. And I'll probably be doing written reviews of those because I don't think I'm comfortable enough to do a solo podcast yet. Uh, I guess that's me bearing some truths on the show. I don't know if I could carry it myself yet. So I'll be more comfortable writing those reviews and talking about it. Um, But if they give me some type of digital screenings of those, I'll definitely send those to Rashani so that we can review those on the show. And then when they do come out in the theaters... If he sees them, I'll add a review to our written review. Um, so just look out, be on the lookout for those. Make sure you subscribe to the Single Simulcast. Um, that's for Shani's podcast. It's great. I talk about it on every one of these episodes, but go listen to it. Go subscribe. Subscribe to the Watch the Series podcast, and we'll be back uh, next week uh, for some more movie reviews. Thank you for listening, and talk to you later. <laughs>